Welcome to Try Not to Overthink It, where we explore the intricate landscape of mental health, well-being, and everyday life. I'm RJ. I'm Unique. And I'm Khalil. Join us as we dive into insightful conversations, expert perspectives, and personal stories that shed light on the various dimensions of mental wellness. Rather, you're seeking guidance, inspiration, or a deeper understanding of the human mind. This podcast is your space to engage, learn, and navigate the journey to a happier, healthier self. So today we are going to be talking about having tough conversations. For me, when it came to this particular topic, um, it was I was watching a YouTube video. And so this young lady was on there. I, I, I assume it was the TikTok. And there was somebody re re reacting to her TikTok. And so she was asking, I guess, her, her followers a question. So the question was, if you had been in a serious relationship with someone for a few years now and you had something you needed to talk to them about, would you tell them? And so the thing that she was, the thing that she was re referring to was there was an adult activity that she had engaged in with a few of his friends. And so she was on the fence on if she should tell him or not or keep it to herself. And so for me, um, me and Anna had talked about it because we had watched it together. I, I think I was hold at up, her house. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So I can make sure I'm understanding. She was doing the grown up with her man's friends. This was before they got together. This was before they got before, together. Before, before, before they got together, mm -hmm. she did the grown up with her home, with her now current boyfriend's friends. Friends. Yes. So that's multiples. When I hear right. friends, that's plural. Right. right? Yeah. They, they, she did the grown up. They, they had, they, they had engaged in a. You consensual know, situation. A consensual situation with it was like a group consensual situation. Okay. And and so they had engaged in that and this was before her and the guy were together. He didn't he didn't know her at the time. And mm. so now they're fast forward. Now they're in a in a committed monogamous relationship, a serious relationship, and they have been for, for a while now. And mm. she was debating on if she should tell him or not. And so mm. me and Anna talked about it and I was just like, You lead with that. I'm sorry, sis. You lead with that. Yeah. You 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 lead with that. Um, because I, I, mm, yeah, because you got to have friends given with these people. Yeah, right. and I mean, the, the, I can't friends giving table, and you you know where the, my birthmark is on my left side, and and then you gonna be like, oh, I know, ah ah, because you're not gonna surprise my man with that kind of knowledge. Yeah, right. I'm. And, and, and that was the conversation that me and Anna had was mm -hmm. like, when it comes to, when it comes to certain things, like, mm -hmm. I think that for a lot of us, we are waiting for the perfect time right. to, to, to relay certain news. And, and, and this particular topic is not just applicable to your relationships. This is applicable to all facets of your life. Cause there's never going to be a good time to have a tough conversation with somebody. And so. Thank you on that. Listen, sure. listen, we, most of us, as most of us as human beings, our thought process is, you know, there's always, there, there's going to be that, that thought process of, I got to wait for the perfect time to tell somebody something. And there's never going to be a perfect time. There's never going to be a perfect time. There's going to be a better time. There I is. There's going to be perfect. There are better times than others. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely think that it is crucial that when it comes to having tough conversations with people. It's crucial to confront the difficult topic rather than trying to avoid it. I think that for a lot of us, when we're waiting for that perfect time, we're trying to avoid it rather than and hope that maybe it goes away. But like in that instance that I used at, at the very start of the episode, that just gets worse over time. Right. Because as my right. friends, you sitting here, you know, you know her, you know her, know her. 
Right. And no, no, they don't know her. No, they knew of her. Cause see, they knew wild and crazy her. Okay. Right. Smashing but, the homies her. They don't know monogamous her. She's, she's just I, smashing the homies I, her. They don't know they that's a new woman, okay? Uh uh-uh, uh, that's a whole new woman in that in that monogamous question. relationship. See, you need I mean, I don't want to segue back into that because we passed her. But the the issue I'm having with the other friends know and they still didn't tell their friend. You get what I'm saying? There's a lot of deception on both sides. I don't know that it's deception. I think that once your relationship passes a certain point, right? I'm not saying you just got to be secretive. I'm in full transparency. My husband knows everything. I, I, he said I probably tell him too much. Like, why would I don't think I needed to know that? Like, you could have right, kept that. Right, right. But I just, yeah. that's one of my besties. Like, I'm going to tell him stuff. Like, I yeah. see him just like I would with my best friend. So I'm going to let him know. But I think there are certain things. I'll use me and my husband, for instance. I think that there are certain people that he has dated or certain relationships that he has had. And those relationships have morphed into something else now that he's married where I might not know all of the details. And I'm I'm of the notion of, are you done with that? Is that chapter wrapped up? Because I have people in my life that are friends now. Beforehand, were we always just platonic? Did we always view each other as just platonic? No. But right. I think now it is. So when I'm introducing my husband, this is a friend. Like, that's it. That That's all this ever is going to be is a friend. But 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 it's a these, friend. These gentlemen, these gentlemen, all right, who had sex with, and uh, they wasn't just ge- uh, uh, we were relations, Khalil. We wasn't there. We don't know what right. they had. So they had relations, <laughs> right, with that young lady. Okay, my issue is they're friends with him as well. These people know him. You get what See, I'm that's saying? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I do. But I'm saying if this oh. was a group activity, right? right. If this was a group icebreaker, then. I think that, like I said, we just don't know. We don't know was this was this freshman year of college, and now these jokers are in their well in their careers, like right. they on the road, because that's a whole different person. I'm not the same person I was hey, as a freshman in college. But you should still say, hey, hey, RJ, you know, um, the girl you running with, you know, I, me and my crew used to run with her back in the day. You know, maybe okay, so man to man, maybe that's a man to man conversation. But she, all right now, like I guess she's. You know, trying she, to get uh, a housewife now. She's oh. trying to get, yep. She's reformed. Hey. She can be in in reformed. Uh, but I need to at least let him know something, not have him walking around in the dark. Then all of a sudden, RJ be like, y'all did that? Y'all did that? You didn't tell me? That's, that's, but I think that's on the guys. I don't know that I, that's necessarily on the woman. I think that, like, for me personally, I think it's on both of them. <laughs> Because at the end of the day, it, it's on it's on my friends because I knew her, I knew them before I knew I knew my loyalty is with them in the fact that I knew right. them this amount of time. So you should have came to me, man to man, and had that conversation with me. But as my woman, I, if if we are in a committed monogamous relationship, that is where the trust and the empathy comes in. Because mm-hmm. if we're in a committed monogamous relationship, I lay up with you. So if I'm coming to you and I, I'd, I'd rather hear it from you than from somebody joking and playing in my face because now okay. at the, because like I'll, I'll use me for an example right I dated, a, I dated a young lady so we know a lot of the same people so mm-hmm. for me I ask, when I ask you a question I ask you a question because I already know the answer I just want to see what you're going to tell me if you're going to keep it you're going to keep it 
you gonna keep it a buck with me or you gonna you gonna try to you gonna try to jug and finesse me so i asked her a question now there were certain things that have been brought to my attention because of the circle of friends that we all have and so um her being into an alternative lifestyle i'm like okay so i'm i'm not judging nobody we we it, we in 2023 you do what you whatever on, you man. had going on before me <laughs> Whatever you had, you a new person. Whatever you had going on before me, that you know that you were entitled to that. But if we're supposed to be trying to build something, I should never have to have people coming to me and telling me stuff that about you that I shouldn't already know. I agree. I agree with that, Raj. And so, like, so I asked her, and so, like, Mm -hmm. I flat out, I just asked her. She kind of danced around and went around the whole world. I was like, you know why I'm asking you that, right? I said, because I already know. So I say, you trying to bullshit me right now just makes it worse. Right. I said, you know, to me, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to treat you no different. I'm going to look at you no differently. But at the end of the day, that, you know, like to me now, what that says is now when I ask you a question, I know that you're probably in the back of my mind, you could be telling me the truth, but in the back of my mind, I'm going to be like, she bullshit me again. And, and, and so you can't, you, you cannot operate in a space like that because Again, trust is something that's very the level important. of trust is broken. There we yeah. go. <laughs> but I think I think the conversation right just look thinking about that specific conversation. I think there are other hard conversations to have. Mm-hmm. Right. I was listening to the radio and the man, his ex fiance died a month before he got married to his current wife. Him and his current wife had been in a relationship for I think like five years and got married. And then the wife was looking at this Christmas time. So she goes up in the attic and she sees this box. So she thinks it's like, oh, it's one of her. She stumbled on one of her Christmas presents or something like what this man didn't bought one. And sees like, I think a necklace and then finds these letters. This man has been writing his ex-fiance on the, her death anniversary every year for five years. And the wife didn't know he had a fiance. She didn't know nothing. So she she asked him, like, what's the timeline? He started dating his current wife a month after the wife, the ex-fiance died. She know nothing. And she's like, now I feel some type of, like I'm I'm caught between a rock and a hard place. But I think sometimes just in I'm I'm just playing the other side, right? I think sometimes it's just hard for people to know where to even start sometimes with stuff like that, right? Where do where do I start? Especially if you have changed or a different person or you're trying to move forward, you might be able to move forward. But everybody ain't as gracious. Right. Like, let's just be real. If we go with the homegirl who was smashing the homeboy, we all went to college. Right. And then for Khalil, even a little later, but Khalil, you was 20 something. You was out here living life doing dumb stuff. We were all young and dumb at one point. Right. And the young and dumb person that we are are not the person that we are today. Okay, mm-hmm. they, they, we are the distinguished degree having letters behind our name. We not them people no more. But still, in my twenties, right, I still had some form of loyalty to, us, especially some of my close friends. Like, because you know. The, but I'm talking about age, now. You date. If you're not, you're not digging everything up and telling your wife every every crazy thing you did in your 20s. You're call not. Me, call no, on no, me. No, 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 no. no. You're not. Not that, but I'm just call saying. Call a friend, Khalil. Look, you're um, not telling your wife 
all the stuff you did in your 20s. You're not telling her all that mess. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is, if we if I have a mutual friend, right, that, that's dating somebody who I know, and I know a little something about them, usually, I, male or female, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Either one. I'm usually going to hit that person. Hey, you know, he used to mess with such and such, or she used to mess with such and such. So I know a little something about that that person. You know, does that I mean? change? Does that change anything though? Yeah, so a lot of times it doesn't, depending on the person's perception and depending on how the relationship is going. But usually, I'm still just going to put certain things out there so they don't. I'm gonna choose, I'm gonna you know, choose I don't want you moving. I don't want you moving on the assumption that I don't know that person. Because then you, once you do find out I know that person, you're like, oh, yeah, cool. yeah. You, you I help this for me. You got what I'm I saying? I, I just don't I like that. Y'all know, I'm playing the yeah. av- I'm playing on the other side today. The devil's I'm advocate, just, right? Right. I'm, I'm gonna be the but advocate today. I, I, I'm gonna advocate for those. But things. tough conversations I, are difficult. I, I, there's a lot of you things. You might have to jump in there, Roger. Yeah, I mean, a lot I, of you don't I tell. think that when it comes down to it. With situations like in just the t- what we've been talking about for the past couple minutes, like in situations like that, when you are because it is a lie, it's a it's a live omission, right. you know, and when you are not being 100 percent truthful, you are not allowing the person to make a decision for themselves. Okay, you I, know, I, so that's so no, so, no, that's fact. But are these close homeboys? I just think we need a little bit more contact. I mean, like, homeboys, homeboys is homeboys, time? but but I mean, think about it no, like this right not. here. Hold think up, about hold think up. think about it think about it in, think about it in this context. Say I have a a non curable STI. Yeah, and I and I choose to not inform you that that before we lay up. Do, I understand is, that. It's, it's the perception. That. I understand that, but that's something that is. <clears throat> I think that's that's a little different in that this is now something that the person is gonna that's gonna impact the person's life for the rest of their life in mm-hmm. a way health wise. Yeah. If we're talking about sexual partners, right? I mean, <clears throat> do you want a list of every body that your partner has been with? And I think if you were with their friends. If you were with their friends, I what would that conversation look like? Hey, look, me and your boys, I do know them very well. We had a little situation. Would it suffice if your woman just said, we had a situation back in college, or we had a situation before I ever met you? Yes. It, it was a little unsavory, but uh, yeah. good for the time being. But okay. you... But, but, I gotta, but I have to respect that. I have to yeah. respect the honesty. Yeah. That shows character the content or character is what i'm trying to judge i have nothing i don't care it's, about it's nothing not, else. It's, it's, it's not the actual act it's the fact of again we're not leading with honesty like we we talk about you know as as therapists we talk about how you know honesty is like the foundation of which every relationship is built upon mm-hmm. and so you can't like pick and choose what you're honest about. Like, granted, some things you're not going to need to go into the weeds about. You're not going to need to pick okay. through every, every little that's detail. That's what I felt like y'all were saying. Like, no, but, but if, if, this, if, if, if this is some, if this is people, if this is, if the, these are people that he's engaging with on a regular basis, the least you could say is, hey, in, in, in the past, before you and I were together, this, this, mm-hmm. this happened. You know, right. and then allow him to make the decision of, hey, if he wants to continue to be in a relationship with you versus because we as guys, we all joke. We mm-hmm. all crack jokes. We all be roasting each other, you know, giving right. each other a hard time. 
And the last thing you need for him is for one of those roasting sessions, one of those times where we joking on each other that one of his homeboys throw that out there. And then now mm-hmm. he's sitting there caught unawares and he looking stupid. Because right. now, now at that point where the relationship was possibly savable, oh, it's dead now. Ain't no saving mm-hmm. it now. You, right. you know, because I always look back on like, um, like Jerry Springer and Mari Povich, where mm-hmm. they bring somebody on the television show to tell them, baby, I love you. You know, I love you so much. <laughs> and, Yo, I hate the show. and you know, but, but I, but your, but your mama, I was sleeping with your mama this whole time. Right. Or your sister, your sister's, your sister's child might be my child. Right. Like to me again, honesty. That's, that's, yeah. that's foolishness. And I think that <laughs> happens more times than not. Like, cause I, I hear with the, the young lady, but let's be real fellas. Okay. That's why I had to go so hard in the paint for those young women. Cause y'all will go and try to hit up the whole friend team. Right. You talk right. to her, try to get her, get at her best friend. The girl she mm-hmm. don't like. No. Okay. Roger Bell's the same. No. He don't no. do that. No, but that's but true. A in lot of 20s, guys do. A lot of guys do. Yeah. In your in your twenties, if you meet a friend group, usually, especially if one of your partners don't pull it off properly, uh, boom, you bounce to the next friend. That's how it is. I mean, you gonna run through the whole friend group. Like I, I don't, listen, don't even listen. do it right. He, he he lost her. I'm gonna go scoop her up. It happens. It happens in your twenties. <laughs> Right. I, I think I think that it's important that there there has to be a safe space that is created where the person feels or you feel that you can convey and relay and receive information of a of a serious magnitude. Um, <laughs> like An edible arrangement. Definitely. Definitely, I think that there there has to be a safe space that's created because if you do not create a safe space, that is what creates that barrier for uh, communication to be blocked. Because when a person feels like they can't come to you and they they feel they yeah. don't feel like that you'll be receptive to what you're telling them, there's no point in them sharing, you know, having a tough conversation with you. Right. Exactly. I think that's kind of where I was leading. Excuse me, I'm choking it in. Right. But there, um, there are a that's lot. That's why I was kind of leading where Khalil, sorry to cut you off. Mm-hmm. Where I think sometimes people don't know where to start because it's just like how's this person I don't know how this person's gonna receive the information that I have to right. share. And is it gonna be detrimental for something that <laughs> was in the past? Like I can't change it. I wanted to bring up um tough really 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 tough um situations that have happened i know for me in the past um people not telling me about going through a a, a divorce or, or or losing a child and not having those conversations with me up front after we've established this relationship you know especially the older i got and you want to hear some type of information from somebody's past and they've been holding on to certain things and i've had you know relationships with people and then all of a sudden boom, they do come out and tell me, well, the reason why I don't want to have kids is because of this and that, or the reason why I can't get married is because I'm actually still married. Those I've had patients, all right, clients who've told me stuff like that. I've had my own interactions with people like that. And the earlier you have those conversations, all right, that's where I believe um, the trust is built. 
and it's established and you're able to uh, judge for yourself if this is the relationship I want to stay in because this person does have all this baggage. They do. They are mm-hmm. coming with a lot of different things. Are you yeah, back? Abs- yeah, I think I am. <clears throat> so no, I'm, no <laughs> I'm, I'm overcoming bad case of sinusitis. So I think oh. it's just something that I caught in my throat. <laughs> so yeah, Khalil, I, I definitely agree with that. I think this is what we've talked about this on previous episodes, the importance of transparency and not just jumping the gun and going to talk to like, okay, I think this person is cute. I might just jump into a relationship with this person. I think having these important conversations up front is key, right? What are your ideals? What are your values? Do they align with mine? Right. Yeah, I think that, you know, finding that common ground, that common interest, and being able to speak from that that place, as well as being able to, you know, be empathetic to the other person is what will allow the conversation to not be as hard to have. Because I think that for a lot of us, like, you know, and we gotta we'll have to unpack this much more deeper in the in an episode about communication. But like when it comes down to it, communication is a very difficult skill to master. A lot of us, even as therapists, struggle at it. You know, you look at things throughout the the history of our species have occurred because of a lack of communication, miscommunication, people misunderstanding each other. You know, wars have been fought. Marriages have been lost. uh, Friendships have been ended all because people don't practice and don't understand how to communicate in a way that both parties are able to be heard and that. Mm things are received and transmitted in an effective and, and, and good manner. And I think that, and, and, and that's the important piece. I mean, I think that, you know, when it comes to it, actually sitting down and being able to just unpack things and being able Mm -hmm. to manage your emotions, being able to, 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 you know, because emotions play a big part in it, you know, emotion, emotions play a big part in it. Um, and I, I like for me, and this is something I always speak with my clients about all the time. Um, like when I have to make a major decision, I take my emotions out of it. I don't make, I don't Mm -hmm. make decisions when I'm emotionally compromised. I don't speak about anything serious when I'm emotionally compromised because RJ, when I'm mad is not the same RJ when, when I'm, when I'm calm, cool and collected, when I'm mad or you getting it, I don't care who we in front of what's going on, you getting it. But what I had to realize was those two people can't coexist in the same space at the same time. Because, because what, what, what'll happen is I will close doors in my own face. I will block my own blessings and I will talk myself out of certain opportunities because I allowed my emotions to be in the driving seat. And so, you know, being able to manage your emotions, especially when it comes to something serious and being able to receive the emotions coming back towards you as a person that may be delivering a very tough conversation is a big part of it. Because like for a lot of us, one of the things that we struggle with is being able to receive other people's emotions. We want to give other people Mm -hmm. ours, but then Mm -hmm. not understanding that emotions are a two way street. Same way I get upset about, you know, receiving bad news. Another person may be upset about receiving bad news. And when you factor that in processing time, right? just because you've processed it and you've made amends and peace with it, doesn't mean that the other person has, I think 
you know, if I just found out that, you know, let's just say for whatever, y'all like to say I'm rich. Mm-hmm. And so if we I just say we know <laughs> if, if I just spent all of me and my husband's retirement nest egg that we have set aside and you know I I, I invested it and I lost all of it. Mm-hmm. I may or you have lost a job. Right. I, I lost a job, right? I may have processed that, but my husband didn't. Like when mm-hmm. I, when he hears the information for the first time, it's the very first time he's hearing it. He's not going to be at the same level of calm that I am after having processed it whenever I process it. Unless mm-hmm. you find out the information at the exact same time, it's different processing speed. And I think we have to be in a space to allow people grace to process things. I know me, I am a slow processor. In the immediate, I'm going to be chill, I'm going to be calm. About a week later, that thing going to hit me like a ton of bricks. I'm like, yo that sucks that's a mess like no they didn't do that to me it's gonna hit me a lot later so somebody looking from the outside angle like you need you got an attitude what's the attitude about well because my processing time was a lot different i was probably in the moment trying to focus trying to get through something so when i actually got time to sit down and think about everything right yeah it's overwhelming and so when I come back at at the person, I'm like, now I'm ready to talk. Now I'm ready to dive into it. But in their head, they could be a quick processor. And they're already finished. They're already like, you still on that? You're dragging it now. I'm not dragging it. I just never gave myself a chance to process it. And that happens That happens in every day. Uh, there's something <laughs> on and, and it'll go over your head because you're thinking about so many other things. And then when it finally actually hits you, and you're like, oh, my goodness. Um, dang, I'm gonna have to deal with this later. But, uh, you know, I think I like people when, um, like, uh, with my mom, she's, she's one of them people, you can tell her some wild stuff, right? And she'd be like, what, what happened? And she'll go off in that minute and, and it, we'll start talking about it. And then after that, it's done, right? She blows off the steam or I blow off the steam and it's done. And the next day, my mom be like, well, we ain't even worried about that no more, right? But then there's other people where it's just so it shocks them and they just can't process in that moment. And by the time they get back to you, I'm already past it. I've already moved past it. I'm, I've already mm-hmm. processed it. And, and then they want to still be dragging it on for. for no, no. I'm this, not. Is why, this is why me and Khalil can't be mad at each other. Right, but, right. Because, <laughs> and one, I, one, I, I like to hurt my up. feelings. And I'm going to just be stewing. Stewing, right. Like, I like the blow up. Tell me now that, that I did something wrong. I, I, I'm going like to tell you when I'm ready to blow up. Right. But see, but see, I'm, I'm the same simmering. way. That's simmering. The... I can't deal with that. Like, a week later, are you still feeling it? Come on. I'm, past that. I'm, I'm the same way. I give myself 10 minutes. I get some bad yeah. news. I give myself 10 minutes. In that 10 minutes, I go full on Super Saiyan. I'm raging. <laughs> I am exploding <laughs> like a volcano. After that 10 minutes is up, I, you know, cause life don't stop at life. Don't stop the prop me, me being mad no, and me, me and me beat me stewing in it doesn't make the problem go away. But what I had to realize as a therapist, like unique said, everyone processes things at their own speed. Different. And so for me as a person that either had to deliver some bad news or receive some bad news, what I had to realize was I had to then 
be empathetic to what they were experiencing and their processing speed and help them develop the resilience to bounce back from it. Because mm-hmm. like for a lot of us, when it, when it comes, when it comes to receiving bad news, depending on what the news is, you know, cause there's different, there's different tiers of bad news or tough right. conversations, you yeah. know, like if it's not life or death, you can bounce back from it. You know, you can bounce back from it. May not be today, may not be tomorrow, but there's going to be a day where we get up off our back. And so mm-hmm. that is where as a, as a person that is a, that is a part of a team, part of a family, part of a unit, you know, you have to be that somebody's got to be the rock. Somebody's got to be the rock and somebody's got to be that anchor and help people kind of bounce back from that. Because the thing about it though, is like, <clears throat> it doesn't make your problems go away. It doesn't. And mm-hmm. we have to keep, we, I mean, it, and, and to, to be fair, we have to be mindful of the fact that like unique said, everyone doesn't, everyone doesn't respond to things the same. Like she may not respond to it immediately, but maybe a week later it hits her. Mm-hmm. And so I have to be cognizant of that and be understanding of that and be empathetic of that and give her that. And and like I said earlier, have that safe space for her to be able to be in that space, be in that moment and be supportive in that moment. Um, I think that when, when you start to incorporate these different facets of, you know, the different, the different facets of being able to communicate effectively, um, that is what allows you to be able to go in. And like I tell my case managers all the time, because my case managers, Nobody ever wants to be the bad guy. They want to come to me and then want me to go and deliver the bad news to a client about something. Somebody getting evicted. Well, can you go tell them they being evicted? Somebody going to jail. Can you go tell them they going to jail? Like, why I got to go tell them? Because you, you know, good at it. information. Well, well, it's not, it's not that I like, like, it's not like, I, it's not that I like being the villain. But the thing is, like I tell my case managers, I have mastered the art of having difficult conversations respectfully. You know, every, every life is not always going to be sunshine, sunshine and roses and uh, skittle rainbows right. Right. at some That's- point in time, you know, somebody's got to step up. Cause think about it like this right here. If you're being evicted and nobody told you that you were being evicted, how well would that go over for you? Yeah. Not well at all. The, the police show up to put your stuff out on the front, on the front step. Cause nobody bothered to tell you you're being evicted until now. So, so, so for me putting, you know, being empathetic and putting myself in the other person's shoes and understanding how I would feel on the other side of it is what allows me because I was, you know, like my dad always says all the time, I used, man, I used to hate it when he, when I was a kid and he used to say this to me all the time, cause I would start so condescending, but as an adult, I understand it better now, you know, an acronym of joy, Jesus first, other second, yourself last. And so when you put yourself behind other people and you're always leading with that and looking at it from the perspective of how would I want to be treated in comparison to how, you know, what's going on, it allows you to be able to navigate that space a little bit better. So for me, I, you know, like I said, it's not that I enjoy being the bad guy, but I'm not a person that shies away or runs away or tries to avoid the conflict, you know, cause the conflict coming, it's like a punch, right. Right. Well, you know, I, I, I feel it like this, right? Cause I don't think no, for me personally, when it comes to having difficult conversations, I'm not one who dislikes conflict or confrontation. I do understand that I can be very confrontational, and that is something that I have tried to work on, not she, being confrontational. She, she, my, 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 my little sister has grown a lot. So 
Because I will argue with the best of them. I tell somebody flat out, you're lying, and that's stupid. Yes, I've witnessed it. <laughs> but I have since grown up, and so now my my pattern is not necessarily to think how I want to hear it. From what I know about this person, what will help them to understand what I'm saying the best? Mm-hmm. Because how I might want to hear something is totally different from how somebody else might yeah. want to hear it. Right. I know when I'm talking to my kids, I have to be very calm. I have to be even toned. Um, oftentimes explaining things to the to, to the full magnitude so that P understands it. But she she'll be like trying to dance around it and I really have to drag it out for her to get it. Like that P we're not doing that. And here, here are the reasons why we're not doing it. I understand that you would like for us to do it. This is not going to happen. And it's definitely not going to happen today. And usually she's not always agreeable to it, but she understands it. Well, you now, explain somebody it. Else, Yeah, somebody else, on the other hand, now nah, we ain't doing that. And that, that could be, that could suffice. Yeah, and that's that. You don't need all that explanation. Right. Mm-hmm. But I, I try my best to, one, build solid relationships with people where I can understand who they are, even in the workplace. When I would have to fire people, I was the COO for a company and I had to fire people. I tried my best to understand, get to know the staff. So when I had to give unpleasant information, what do I know about this person? Hey, I know this is untimely. I know you have a family and we will do that within our best to accommodate you and find somewhere else to work. However, your time here has ended. Which it's, is tough, I never, no matter, yeah. I, I never got any nasty messages. Nobody ever called my phone, called me out my name. Even when I had to put clients out of our houses, there were times when it was just not going to be, not going to be right. My favorite client um, that has now since passed, I've, I've talked about him before on the podcast, Foresight, he used to drink, he would drink himself till it was coming out of his pores. It's just, he was an alcoholic. And I remember a couple times I had to put him out and he would be crying and just begging me, no, no, please don't let me. I don't want to go. And every time they would call me, my heart would break because I knew that I was going to be the one to have. They say, nobody can tell him. He don't listen to nobody but you. And so I would have to sit him down and say, because we already well. Put him on the phone and I say, buddy, you know, you know what I'm about to say. Please don't say it. Just don't say it. I said, I know. I don't want to say it, but but you know. Right. You know what I have to do. I gotta follow the rules. Or what I am gonna do, I'm gonna help you find somewhere else to live. I think you need a higher level of care. I know you don't like it, but you can call me while you're there. And if you get yourself together and you you finish the program, you're more than welcome to come back. It was a hard conversation every time. Even having to call people's loved ones and tell them that their loved one had died and I never met them. I would go off of the strength of what did I know about this person? How would this person want their loved ones to know that they they passed? So I think half the battle is building relationships with people really doing the hard work of understanding who people are, even if you just met somebody for the day. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Learn enough about them to say, oh, okay, well, they wearing a blue shirt. Hey, man, you know, blue's a dangerous color. 
I heard blue really, it, it sends a bad message out. I see that that's your favorite shirt. I see you wear it quite often. Maybe that's not the color for you. I don't know. Build relationships. That's that's what I'm saying. First, the first order of um, healthy communication is building relationships to people, getting to know people beyond what meets the eye. So one of the things that you just that you just touched on that I that I really like and I use myself as reflection is mm -hmm. you will you will pull off of past experiences to kind of help guide what you're going to do now. And I think that for a lot of us, you know, experience is bought and paid for. And mm -hmm. you can learn a lot from past things that didn't go right mm -hmm. and past interactions that you've had with people to make yeah. sure that this interaction doesn't become a rinse and repeat of a past interaction. Mm -hmm. because there's never failed interaction exactly so i think that for a lot of us you know applying that knowledge that we learned in past conversations when i've had to deliver mm -hmm. not so good news or tough news or news that is not going to go over well mm -hmm. understanding that my tone of voice plays a big part in it understanding right. place and time you know plays a big part in it um understanding my word choice plays a big part in it um, mm -hmm. understanding what's going on in, in that other person's life plays a big part in it. Like all, there's mm -hmm. a lot that goes into being able to deliver news and it being, being able to be received well. And mm -hmm. I mean, by pulling on those past experiences, one of the things that I like to do is I like to practice before I, before I mm -hmm. speak to anybody about something serious, I practice that bad boy. When I got to brief somebody you on something, you got to talk to me. You don't practice nothing. No, nah, I don't. When I mean, you say something to me, he just comes from my neck. That's right. Oh, God. Well, Y'all have like, that relationship. You should Listen, we're, we're siblings. I mean, we're, don't care. He don't care right. nothing about my feelings. We, we're point. siblings. I mean, we're going to fight and we're going we gonna to be okay. Go 15 years. Give it, give it. I want the 15 year version. Y'all are already too close. There's no need yeah. for all. I want the 15 it's, year version. Nope. Rewind the clock for 10 years. Ain't, ain't, no, ain't no rewinding nothing. It is what it is at this point. You got what right. you got. But no, oh, I, my phone But I feel you on that, RJ. Practicing, kind of like go over in my head. I'll, I'll go over the dialogue on how this would, would is probably going to play out because I've already been playing it out in my mind anyway because that's just how mm -hmm. most people are. You play it out in your mind. But I do like the fact that you guys are saying build the relationship with the person. Um, obviously, trust is something you need to have with somebody. Honesty, trust, building that relationship. And then, hey, try to formulate it in a way where you it's the truth and you're not just going straight for the jugular, mm. but you're actually giving it to the person and allowing them time to process what you're telling them. That's kind of what I'm getting from you guys. Uh and I want to I want to start practicing that. Like I'm, I'm getting that from you all when I'm listening and I'm picking up on these little hints because I want to try that because I hate confrontation. Right. Unlike you, Unique said, I hate confrontation. Um, I had to run a, a treatment program. I couldn't stand it because my whole job was based on confrontation, telling people what they're not doing. And and if you struggle with that, if you are a people pleaser or you want people to like you, you get what I'm saying? It's difficult to have those type of conversations with people. Mm -hmm. and, and so what you guys just gave for the person who's listening to this, those are some good skills because I've had to learn all of that in my career. And, and knowing that every single day I had to confront somebody about what they're doing wrong and how to say that in a way where I'm not 
going straight for the jugular, like get out, <laughs> you know, or I'm done with you. I'm tired of you, you know, and having to sit down with them, build the rapport, even if it's like Unique said, just tell them, hey, I see you. you that's a nice shirt you got on or, or you know, that, that's your color. Even if it's setting the tone, just talking to them about something uh, uh, materialistic or whatever, um, still being able to build a rapport and then going through with them that tough situation and allowing them some time to process it. Uh, I, I think I had to learn that because I did not want to disappoint people. I did not want to upset people um, early gonna, on in my career. I'm going to help you out, Khalil. Mm-hmm. I've been using this. I don't know how in the world I came up with this, but one time in session, I said difficult conversations are like hot soup. Are like soup. Any type of soup that you have, right? It could be the best soup ever. If it's too hot or it's too cold, it won't be good. It's got to right. be just right. Difficult conversation is much like that. It's got to be just right. If you're too hot. If you come in too hot. Not, the person's not going to receive it. If the soup is just, you know, despacho. Everybody don't like despacho. You know, cold right. soup. Cold everybody soup. don't like that. So right. you got to make sure I'm bringing this in at a temperature that's going to be palatable to the mm. person that I'm delivering yeah. it to. Right? Is it going to be, is, are, is a person going to be able to digest it or are they going to have to blow the cool at all? Right, right. I don't want no, I don't want a conversation that I got to be, that's got to be cooled off first by me. Mm-hmm. You're bringing it to me hot and I got to cool it off because now I'm about to give you hot soup right back. Right, right. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. Right and I might throw a little extra salt in mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I think when you're thinking about a conversation, ask yourself, is this too is the moment too hot right now to have this? Mm-hmm. Would right. this person be able to receive it? I'm gonna be honest. If you gotta have a conversation with black folk, did they eat today? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> are are they hangry? Are, are I'm serious. Like make sure they ate. I know for me and my black self, if I got a migraine because I ain't ate, that is not a good time to ask me. Not that a about good time food. to bring up something different. Uh, not, nothing about nothing. Because I'm hungry, okay? I'm hungry and I'm sleepy. My answer is automatically no, off the top. Well, well I think that's all human uh, human beings. Hungry, well, I don't know, tired, lonely. Maybe, all those maybe, things. The, 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 whole, bar, the Snicker Bar commercial, they got more than one. Yeah, they hungry, even have a wife who's on the Snicker Bar. Tired. Yeah. So I just think, <laughs> right. you know, if you all... want to have a conversation with somebody, you might want to make sure their basic needs have been met, right. have been met first. Hey, look, I'm going to be late. If you got to tell your boss, because we're talking about real life situation, you got to tell your right. boss you're going to be late for the 15th time again. First of all, do better. Why? Why are you 15th time? That's, that's number one. Do better. First of all, do better. Do better. And do then better. immediately after, immediately after, hey, um, Jenna, I got a coffee coming for you. I know you like your morning coffee, Jenna. And I went ahead and threw a little scone in there, a blueberry scone for you. Because I'm going to be a little late to the office. But I just want you to know, your stuff is coming. Jenna might still hit you with that pink slip. But it's going to be after she finished her coffee. It's going to give you a little time to get to work to get it. You see what I did there? I like that. You got to figure out. And she might not fire you. She might write it up and hold it for the next time you're late. Because if you're late 14 times, you're going to be late one more time. You're yeah, be right. Late. right. If you've already been late that many you times. You're going to do that. That's, that's, that's who you are. Yeah. That's who, that's who you are. 
and you got to come sit on one of our couches and work that out because baby mm, mercy but i think like what i'm saying recognizing that conversation so Gemma, Gemma might need to have a, a heart to heart with you hey look i know you think you like working here but baby your actions you don't, you don't think um, you like you think you like working here, but honey, that's what she said. The word it's not it's not lining up to look like that. Right. Okay. It's giving. It's very much giving something else. Yeah. yeah. Your behaviors. And see, yeah, that's how you just. But Gemma, Gemma came correct. Gemma did not hit you on a day off and say, "Don't come back no more." Because mm-hmm. right. she could. Yeah. She could. Wouldn't file unemployment, Khalil. And, and come. And see, and see what I like about what both of you guys were talking about was the willingness to learn for a lot of us, even as, even as therapists there, you know, just because we work with the mind doesn't mean that we always understand it all the time. Mm-hmm. And so we never stop learning. And so like, even like what unique was saying about, um, you know, coming in hot, that was something I had to work on. I had to work on, you know, understanding that, yes, I was telling them what I was telling them was true. But a lot of times the way that you're telling somebody something impacts their ability to be able to to receive it and digest it. Um, like people people give uh, I can't think of I can see your face right now. Me and Khalil have talked about her a couple of times. People give her a lot of flack about the things that she says. But when you actually look at the facts and you actually go Google what she's saying, a lot of it is true. No, not her. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, uh, this lady's a Trump supporter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think of what her name is, but she, but she's a Republican. There's nothing wrong with being a Republican. But you but know, it's I just mean, it, it's it's her delivery. Yeah. It it's, it's her, her delivery. delivery when when your truth is delivered with arrogance, or it's delivered with smarminess, or it's delivered yes. with an air of disrespect. Oh, come on, come on, people, that word. I love that. People, people like people people ain't gonna receive it and so like for me mm-hmm. i had to i had to check myself a lot of times because like unique would be like you know i agree with what you're saying but you hurt my feelings and now a yank his collar <laughs> ladies and gentlemen yank <laughs> you were talking because he forget i i'm confrontational i fight with these words yeah yeah right so right you thought you were talking to <laughs> and so and Shoot, so we had my bad and so we would we would have those conversations and I would reflect back on those conversations and 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 how I how I said what I said and and, and realize like okay yeah I could have handled that differently I could have said that differently and so the 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 context of what I was trying to communicate to her was was yeah. needed she needed to hear that information but the way I, I delivered it, it you need I didn't even it. need to hear it you needed to hear it but the way I delivered it you know, made her less likely to receive it and actually act on it in an appropriate manner. And so for for a lot of us, that's where, like I said before, you know, the practice and the reflection becomes a huge, big part. You know, a lot of us, as we get older, you know, especially once we get grown, grown, um, we start thinking that, hey, we got all the answers and we don't, you know, mm. we we don't have all the answers. And so when you, the moment you stop you stop learning is the moment you set, you set yourself up for failure. Right. You know, because I, I, there's never a day that goes by where I don't learn something new. There's always something, something new that I can learn. And so when it comes to this particular topic, you know, being able to have the tough conversations with people, you know, 
it's never like, and I, and I go back to what I said earlier, there's never going to be a perfect time to, to have a conversation with somebody about something that is serious. Um, mm -hmm. and it, and it's not always going to be comfortable, but for me as a, you know, I can tell you as a therapist, I'm comfortable being uncomfortable. And the reason That's I'm comfortable be. being uncomfortable is it allows me to not become complacent. It allows me to not take people for granted, not waste people's time, not waste my own time, and to always remain respectful by 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 being uncomfortable by being comfortable being uncomfortable. It allows me to okay and dial in on things. And so like with having these tough conversations with people, it allows me to be able to dial in and have that tough conversation with someone without having to beat around the bush, without having to jug and finesse you and use all these words and confuse you. And then you, you leave the conversation no more dialed in on what I was talking to you about than when, than when you sat down with me. Right. See, the beautiful thing about a contentious moment, right? Well, I'm not even saying a contentious moment because I don't think you need one. A confrontational moment is that's a growth point. But most mm -hmm. people miss mm -hmm. it because they're so freaking contentious, mm -hmm. right? Right? When you stop and realize, okay, I'm uncomfortable. Why? What about this is uncomfortable? Usually it's a point of growth. It's, it's yep. a stretching. I'm mm -hmm. asking you to see beyond your, your scope of knowledge, beyond your scope of expertise, or beyond your, your reference point to see something other than. That's uncomfortable. You have passed the state of homeostasis, the, the Basis, state right. of your, your equilibrium, right? Where things are calm. The status quo. Right. The status, but you've passed that. And so anytime, mm -hmm. instead of getting upset and becoming contentious, I, I'm not doing that. The beauty is in saying, how can I grow from this? Going, right. let, I'm going to segue it back to the, to the beginning part, right? We talked about the young lady who had relations with the man's friend. In that moment, it was uncomfortable. It was an uncomfortable conversation. Albeit for all parties involved to have, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. But a growth point, a growth point to say, I'm wanting to take the next step with you, and so I want to share a part of you that, looking back, I, I would have definitely made some changes, and if I had to do it all over again, I may have done it differently. Mm -hmm. That's a growth point personally. It shows a growth point in that relationship that I trust you enough to share something that's very intimate that affects not just me, but can potentially affect how you do everybody in the space. Right. Right. And, and, and that you may not necessarily be the proudest of either. You might not be mm -hmm. the proudest of on both parties. Because mm -hmm. I'm going to be honest. I had a roommate who got smashed by some homies. I, I was furious. Cause I'm just like, girl, you're my roommate. We, uh, uh, cause I would oh. think I moved that way. Right, what? right, right. Birds of a feather. Right. right, right. So I didn't want nobody associating me with that, but she did it. And the saddest part, and the reason why I was just like playing the advocate is because I, I know it's tough. Because my roommate didn't tell me. It did come back to me. Oh, in a joking manner, she got, mm -hmm. she got, you know, choo choo. Mm -hmm. And that's how I found out. And they were like, yo, that's your roommate. You, you ain't know. You, you ain't know she moved like that. Well, right. I didn't oh, I didn't get defensive clear. Oh. I was more or less, and I wasn't embarrassed. I don't embarrass easily, but I was, honestly, I was sad. Mm -hmm. 
Because I was just like, this kind of stuff follows you, man. She left right. school. I was like, this kind of stuff well, follows you. You don't run from this. Right. So but that's had she was... told me, had she told me, I would have been able to be confrontational. Right. Right. Been up front. I, I would have been able to embarrass some people because I have. <laughs> Back in my head, yeah. I have called a few people out and told them exactly how I thought about them, where they can go and how to get the quickest ticket to it. Right. But, but the God has saved me. I, I have been baptized a couple times. Since but then. you were talking about someone um, when you brought it back to the young lady. We're talking about someone who goes to that uh, period of uncomfortability so they can obtain the so growth. So you can grow. Spiritually, yeah. Anytime we get stretched, we're growing, right? So the issue is most people aren't willing to grow. They don't they're, know, Khalil. I don't even think that's that they're not willing, right? Because you think it's about doing your feet. something different. It's being think about your feet. Whether you like your feet growing or not as a kid, they're going to do it. Your feet are going to grow, right? Whether they like it or not, it's going to do that. This, that's the same way in life. Your ability to grow is not optional. You're going to grow. It's at which rate are you going to do it? Mm-hmm. Right. You, you going to do it fast or slow? Because some people, <laughs> some people, they, they grow in height slow. You have slow growers. Right, but that doesn't mean that they stopped. Slow, right. what they call them? Slow bloomers, late bloomers. Late bloomers. Late bloomers. <laughs> well, look at this point. To me, that stagnation, all right, is uh, in a direct correlation. Yeah, and it to, be, to start having to be stuck, as we mm-hmm. call it therapeutically, to be stuck where there is no growth. You have that stagnation. Well. Uh, even though they're growing because they are learning things. There's, I mean, obviously, every day you're going to learn something. Even uh-huh. if you don't intend to, you're going to learn something. And you might have you to learn, learn the hard day. way. You might <laughs> have to learn the hard way. So my issue is when people don't want to do something different, when they don't want to be a little more flexible, they don't want to enter into that gray area. Um, my, my problem with the situation is uh, if you back away from that type of confrontation, all right, your level of comfortability won't change. All right, to the way it's supposed to. You need to get comfortable being uncomfortable. RJ said it earlier. But it That's for everybody. Punch him in the eye. I'm kidding. Right. Exactly. We don't it's... advocate violence on this podcast. <laughs> okay. Look, All thoughts look. and opinions are not shared by trying not to overthink right. it. Right. But what I'm saying is, all right, the problem with people not wanting to grow is you end up growing anyway. And, uh-huh. and, 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 and it might be a rough process for you. Yeah, you're gonna be on the wrong side of, yeah, you'll be on the wrong side of that change. Yeah, you be on the wrong side of the change. That's right. So that's where I was coming to. But uh, I'll let you guys end it. I'm gonna be quiet. No, Khalil, we love it. Y'all, y'all, y'all ain't gonna see Khalil. See, this is why y'all gotta, pop people in the eye, man. I'm done with you. This, this why y'all can't just listen to the podcast. Y'all got to watch the podcast because y'all don't see Khalil with the gray, with the gray and the beard, the goatee. He's giving wisdom today. Ladies and gentlemen, okay. From the chin strap, baby. From the chin. Y'all know, y'all know Khalil. Y'all, this is why y'all got to watch the podcast because you miss out on so much of the goodness just by listening to it. Like we really, we really be giving y'all straight fire. Um (laughs) so don't be quiet, Khalil, because we love, we love that sage wise salt and pepper wisdom that you give us that's what i'm giving off today that's what you're giving off today the salt and pepper wisdom it Um, might not be there next week so i gotta (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know if I want to watch. You know how it is, right? Like, because everybody has to admit. Everybody has to admit, man, like, the older you get, the more you be like, I don't even know if I want to watch this. Boy. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm about to die of this joker. You know. I'm not going to do it. Bro. I'm not going to Died wisdom, okay? My, my man, my man, about to have he about to have a painted on beard. <laughs> a painted on beard. I don't know what I'm talking about. Black folks don't want to talk about it, but you know it's true when you see them dudes and it be. I'm like, you edged up your beard with paint, man. Come on, man. No, 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 no. Let me, no, let me segue, y'all. Let me segue. So I saw this man during Thanksgiving, right? I was trying to get my last little bit of brunts and bourbon. Homeboy had the white line. He had gray hair, right? Homeboy. <laughs> he had the he had the check. Yes. yes. <laughs> and that yeah. thing was well, I was like, y'all need this barber did him build me up. Hey. But he was shocked. Some barbers, some barbers be be airbrushing people's tape lines on. Listen, listen, my boy, my boy was casket rain. You couldn't tell me he wasn't ready to go to the more. Oh, baby was. The crazy part of me, because I my mama was with me, so I didn't really cut up. Because see, the crazy part of me would have been like, okay, they just left a little bit. Right there, yeah. Just because I'm because I'm messy. I'd be like, oh, okay, that's a new messy. style. That had a little line right there. Bet. Oh boy, that thing shot. Anywho, See? bringing it back, bringing it back. I think that I really think that when it comes to having a hard conversation, I like a little humor in it. I like a little humor in my hard conversation, and I think a lot of other people do. My mama didn't quite take to it all the time when she wanted to have a hard conversation with me about something that I didn't do. I, I threw a little humor in there and she didn't always think it was funny. But I did. I would go to my room and cackle, baby. I think that's what made me the, the comedian that I am today. Um, And I think that when you insert humor, it helps you to enjoy life a lot better. Mm -hmm. you make, everybody makes mistakes, right? All players mess up sometimes. And I right. think if you just learn to laugh at yourself first, even in the most serious of situations, you get to see, you know what? There's a little joy in this. Oh, yeah, I have for been sure. At funerals, oh, yeah. cutting up, laughing. I have uh, been in some very tough spots where I have found the humor in it. And my friends always laughing and say, yo, I'm trying to, you sitting over here crying and laughing and I'm trying to be serious and like be in this somber moment with you. It's like, you better laugh. I'm trying to laugh. I ain't trying to be sad this whole time. We can cry after I finish. So I, mm -hmm. I think a lot of it is really understanding what is the goal that you're trying to get. If you have to have a hard conversation, is it, just sharing the information, or do you want this person to feel your heart? Because that's two different things. Yeah, if most I definitely. I want you to feel my heart. I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna come off rip. Look, I know this is hard to hear, but I just want to share my heart. If you need a moment to process it, to really let it sink in, I get that, and and move from that. Move after that. All right, I'm gonna let me and my gray hair. We're gonna be quiet because Khalil and his gray hair are quiet. So. I, me and my grades that I got, we're going to be quiet. Roger, you ain't got no grades, so you got to keep talking. That's right.
So what I personally like to do is I like to use the Ayanna Van Zant approach, you know, like when she looks at somebody and she grabs a hand and she says, beloved, I know, I know that some bad right. is about to come. Like Apostle Paul, beloved. When they say beloved, you know what I'm saying? Like her, oh, man. Her, her calling them beloved, it completely disarms them. Like it, it works every single time. Like, but not disarm me. I haven't read it. Like it, it immediately disarms them and they're just, they're just like, it's like a deer caught in headlights. And I mean, she's able to slide whatever news she got to slide out there to them and they receive it. And I was just like, I need to start using that. I need to start using that because it, like, the beloved part disarms him immediately. You got to but, that sweetheart, that sweetheart. But, but, but when you look, but when you look at what that is, I mean, that's essentially sandwiching, where you are starting off with something. You're starting off with something positive and something constructive and something that is gonna be received, and then you you put the the and that's the bread, and then the the. The, the cold cuts that's in the middle is, is gonna be the bad is gonna be the bad parts. But you, you they, chose the right you, one of them cold cuts. Because that's exactly what oh, they are. Cold nice cuts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so no, I mean not heated meatballs. But but mm-hmm. it, it it definitely works. And I mean, so I like when I, when I when I saw that the very first time, I was like, Yeah, I need to use that. I need to start using that because yeah. that's that that yeah. definitely works. And yeah. and, and <laughs> Yeah. Love it. That shirt is tacky. You know you messed up, right? Right. <laughs> like, no, no, wait, wait. You gotta put the beloved first. That's the key. But see, right now, I don't know why you don't know how to do that. Because you you lived in the South. Bless your heart. Yeah, that's your heart. That baby ugly bless his heart. Oh my gosh. I, I have heard Dolly. that. That's what they do. That's Bless what they do. Know they, yeah, down south, terrible. Man. He listen. That baby just about dumb as a bag of rocks. Bless his heart. Bless his heart. Curse me and bless me at the same time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love the south for that. I love the south for that boy. They bless nice, your heart, nasty. and it ain't child, nice and filthy. And mm. and you you just don't you don't even know how to re- you don't know how to take it. Should you be offended that, or should you? Ain't nothing to say about that. All you can do is you're just looking because you're just like, what just ain't happened? Not, ain't not a damn one thing you can say. Ooh, that's yeah. an ugly Keep shirt. Bless your heart. Yeah. Keep it moving. That's all you really can do. Like, Girl, she just called that baby ugly. She just called right. the baby ugly. That's what it was. That, Did that, that joker got, got, tooth, got teeth like a jack on landing. Bless his heart. Right? He's like, God damn it. <laughs> that's a joker, man. He missing. That's what you said. Because my my grandmother would definitely say stuff like that. She would definitely right. say, and you'd be like, "Did she just? Did she just talk roast, about me just now?" Them roasts be righteous. Did Ooh, she just, baby, you looking like a butterball turkey. Bless your heart. Right, 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 bless your heart. Oh, you didn't put on a couple of habits. I'm like, right, right, right. I'm round. Yeah. Butterball. I'm all that. Right. Be having you agreeing to the stuff. Yeah, I don't got a little brown bit, Be making you reassess things. Reassess Hello. things. But see, but see, that's that that'll help you grow. Cause you mm-hmm. you lead that conversation feeling edified. Like this cat that come from a place of love. Mm-hmm. They got me right together in the most loving way. God damn it. Yep. Let me go do some weight. Let me go. 
Let me go get on the uh the treadmill right treadmill. now. Let's go to the gym. Right now. Right yep. now, because my granny didn't call me fat. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, that's all, that's all it is. That When you translate that, that's all it is. That interpretation is real. You, mm-hmm. you just call me fat. Let me go on to the gym. Mm-hmm. You're going to be bad walking on that treadmill, beloved. beloved. But you're going to be on it. Yeah. Right. You see what I'm saying? That's a growth point. You're going to be bad. And you're going to be stomping your way on that treadmill, but you're going to be on it. You're going to be down. And then you're right. going to come next week with grandmama's arm swinging. Mm. Beloved, you, you that arm is a little thick, beloved. Oh, yes, baby. I didn't use a good potato mixing arm. So she's going to sweeten it right up. Oh my goodness. Come I on there. I can't. Y'all got to read between the lines of that sad. Yes, that's how grandmas yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. Got to read so, between the lines. So we're going to end the conversation there. This is Try Not to Overthink It signing out. I'm RJ. I'm Unique. I'm Khalil. <laughs> and if you like what you saw, we can be found on YouTube as Try Not to Overthink It. Um, we can also be listened to on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Audible. Pretty much anywhere you can get your audio file from. This is not the time to listen. It's the one to watch. Yes, most definitely. If you, you know, we would prefer that you watch because again, you miss out on these beautiful faces and the antics that we have during, during the, during the show. So this is us signing out and we will catch you next time. Peace. Peace.